evening, it's Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and welcome to another episode of Be Unique's Unscripted, where we talk to artists, musicians, performers, and business professionals. My name is Tony Taylor, I'll be your host for this evening. You know, you could spend your Thursday nights anywhere, and we are excited you're spending it with us. The conversation is cool, it's calm, and it's casual. You can also be a part of the conversation by dialing 516-418-5651. Now, before we begin, let's talk about why you need to get on your phone and go to BeUnique.org. That's B-U-N-E-K-E.org. Here's what Be Unique is all about. Our mission is to work today to change tomorrow using digital mediums to connect the world with professional storytelling and media production. We work to educate, inspire, and foster positivity and creativity worldwide through video, audio, and a spectacular literary magazine featuring writers from around the world. The newest Be Unique magazine is out right now, and you can read it online along with Be Unique Brevard magazine, the Space Coast premier magazine. Be Unique is also a media powerhouse. Not only do you get this incredible podcast hosted by me, Tony Taylor, but 11 other shows. So sit back, Get comfortable and get ready to dial 516-418-5651 with your questions, comments, and whatever else you may want to say. Let's meet our guest. My name is Tony Taylor. I'm going to be your host. And guess what? I'm also going to be your guest because we are talking tonight about control, and sometimes things get out of control and they are beyond anything that we can stop, handle, or manage. And unfortunately, tonight, our guest could not be here. So, trying to control the show, I'm going to be able to do a show that I've wanted to do for a while, and that is on the ability and inability to control the world you live in. Um, I don't know about you guys, but um, I'm kind of a control freak. I, I, I like to know everything I can of something that I'm doing. And um, I like to know how they work, how it's going to turn out, how it's going to start, how it's going to finish, all those things. And you know what? Um, I've driven myself crazy over the years because it's taken me all of the years to realize that, you know, some things just can't be controlled. Some things are just out of our jurisdiction of control and there's nothing we can do about it. Of course, your mind's going to sit there and go, well, you know, I, I can do this, I can do that. But no, some things are just out of our control. We can't do anything about them. We waste countless amounts of hours, minutes, and seconds worrying about these things, fretting about these things, driving ourselves crazy, trying to solve these things, which are completely unsolvable because, yes, they are out of our control. So tonight, uh, I, I started the show last week. We had our guest manage come in. It was great. We had a great show, and I'm going to finish the show that I started last week. And uh, I'm going to talk about 15 things you can't control, 15 things. Now, I'm sitting here right before the show went on, and I came up with five more. I don't know if I'll introduce those. Uh, maybe we have the time. I'll go ahead and do it. But right now, I'm going to stick my thoughts in. Of things you can't 
control. But before we start, so sit back, about this, get comfortable, and get ready you know, to dial 516 418 5651 with your questions, comments, and whatever else you may want to say. Let's meet our guest. Without me or without the ghost, hitting that button and hearing myself again do the introduction. So I apologize. But you know what? These things happen. And again, it wouldn't be an unscripted show without it. So anyway, before we begin listing those 15 things that you can't control, uh, I think it's important to talk about the uh, importance of letting go of our control. You know, it's okay that we can't control every aspect of our lives. There's actually, you know, a lot of good in letting go of control. And um, it's important to regularly recognize that the goodness, recognize that goodness, you know, because it makes it makes uh, letting go of control a heck of a lot easier. Um, like, well, let, for instance, for starters, letting go of control, it, it takes a lot less energy and effort than trying to control everything, right? I mean, there are a lot of things we worry about and plan for that we just don't have any control over. So instead of spending energy on those things, you know, we, we can save our energy and spend it where we do have control and on things that matter the most. Um, Letting, letting go of control also, I, I think personally, makes decisions so much easier. It's, it's hard to predict in advance what the exact circumstances will be, what is going to make us happy, what we, what we will need, and others will need from us. Um, sure, it's okay to have contingency plans, right? But I've found that it's much easier to attend to my own mindset and energy so that I'd be prepared for any outcome that is to actually, you know, prepare for, you know, I'm prepared for any outcome that it is to actually uh, prepare for every possible outcome. Uh, Also, when we get fixed in trying to create a very specific outcome, we get narrow-minded and closed off to other opportunities and ideas. You know, I mean, we lose our entire sense of perspective because we are just counting on that one specific outcome to come about. And you know what? Sometimes it's not going to happen. But by, you know, by letting go of trying to control every freaking detail, you open, you know, you, I, um, I think you kind of open yourself up to um, all of the opportunities and many of which will serve you so much better than your original plan, right? So much better, in fact. But anyway, um, I think letting go is a lot easier than trying to maintain that, you know, that, that control over something. And uh, it, really, it really gets mind-boggling. It really does. So... We can all relate to having uh, that, you know, that desire to feel in control. I mean, uh, I bog down all the time with worries. You know, I want to be successful by achieving certain things, and I want to feel like I can provide people I care about. You know, but you know, whatever your motivation is wanting to control, you probably experience it all the time. But the truth is that we don't actually have control 
over every aspect of our lives, like I was saying. There's a lot we can't control. So um, let's start. I'm going to put together here. Um, let's start with our first one on um, our list, which is you can't control what other people do. Now, you can't control what other people are going to do. However, you can control whether you participate in their behavior or you enable them. The bad news is, folks, you cannot make people like, love, or understand, validate, accept, or be nice to you. You can't control them. Not all people are going to see you as the wonderful, amazing person that you are. I mean, you cannot force someone to see you the way that you'd like them to. It's just part of the world we can't, uh, we, we just don't live in. Yeah. And it's part of what makes the world such a, uh, a, a wonderful place. You know, that people have the ability to be who they want to be, the ability to make their own choices. And just because people have the ability to make their own choices, it doesn't mean they always make the right choice or even agree on what the right choice is. So that's number two. Number two, you can't control how other people see you. Number three, you can't control how other people treat you. Now, I was thinking about this one, and uh, throughout my entire mind, I just you know, just kept registering eighth grade, eighth grade, eighth grade, eighth grade, eighth grade. Eighth grade. Well, eighth grade English was in absolute hell for me, not because I wasn't good in English, not because I didn't understand English, not because Mrs. Smith wasn't a good teacher. No, it was a girl there. Her name was Christina. And Christina decided very early on in the year that uh, she was going to pick on me. So I uh, got to admit, I was a little on the heavy set. And uh, uh, I could have shed a few pounds, but uh, she made me aware of that every afternoon in class because she would make that disgusting, just irritating, just a horrible word. And she would say it so loud to me when I would walk in class. And that word, sweet, sweet, which, you know, was, I mean, big. Um, but uh, it became a situation where, uh, you know, I just, all day I sat there and I just dreaded, dreaded going into my eighth grade English class. It just, it just, it didn't terrify. I just, it's just so, at the time, hateful, and it really just, you know, it was like a knife chipping away at my ego. It's, you know, that's what I'd hear, and uh, and it would just, everybody would laugh, and, you know, Christina would laugh, and friends would laugh. It just, uh, it was it was unbearable at times. But, you know, number three, you can't control how other people treat you. Now, what I could have been, is control how I was eternalizing that that you know situation and and how you know I responded, but you know maybe the fact that maybe I was too young, maybe that was it. Um, maybe you know I I just didn't have enough knowledge to do that, but uh, it was a tough it was a tough situation. And I certainly, like I said, I certainly did not enjoy that. So that's number three. You can't control for a minute after these uh, these three, which, of course, the first one was you can't control what other people do. 
Number two, you can't control how other people see you. And number three, you can't control how other people treat you. Now let's dive into the things that you know that you really can't control. And as uh, you know, as we go through this list, remember that it's, it's okay to be in control of these things. It's, it's okay to not not be in control of these things. Realizing you know that you aren't in control is the first step. Letting go of the need to control, and when you let go of the need to control what can't be controlled, life gets a whole lot more manageable. We know you can't control what other people do, and you cannot control. And basically, what we talked about in the last three was uh, you cannot control people. You cannot control their actions. You cannot control their reactions, thoughts, feelings, beliefs. Not, not now responsible for other people's actions, reactions, thoughts, feelings, beliefs, etc. We don't usually try to control people on purpose, but if we feel responsible for them, that responsibility can manifest itself in very unhealthy ways. Now, you can also, number four, you can control whether people like you. And this goes back to my eighth grade example. Uh, I had no control over what Christina was doing with me. I don't know why she didn't like me. I don't know anything uh, negative that I did to her or said about her. But unfortunately, uh, I just didn't like it. And uh, I took that lesson from this grade and uh, talked to my daughter when she was really young in elementary school. And I, I said to her, now, Kylie, uh, you know, sometimes people aren't going to like you. And she looked at me and said, Dad, why aren't people going to like me? I said, because it's just the way it is. You can't predict it. You can't control it. You can't stop it. Some people just aren't going to like you. And we also talked about, too, uh, we touched on, uh, which was number five, which is you can't control what other people think, feel, and believe. Um, I guess you could you could control how you engage about your different opinions, feelings, and beliefs. But, I mean, you're never going to stop what other people think, feel, and believe. And um, which goes to number six, which is you can't control how other people internalize things you say and you do. What you can control, though, are your intentions and how you respond when you unintentionally hurt somebody. That's what you can't control. We go to number seven, you can't control what happens to other people. But you, you can't control how you show up for them when things are hard. I know right now I have a friend who um, is, is down in the dumps pretty much. Uh, she had another quote-unquote friend say some things to her uh, that were very hurtful and spiteful. And as much as it pains me to hear her speak and talk about how upset she is, um, I could be there for her as a friend, um, but I I couldn't control that situation. Did I would I have wanted that quote unquote friend of hers to say the things she did about her? No, absolutely not. But you know what? There's nothing I can do about it, and I can sit there and worry about wanting to control that situation with what happened to my friend, but. 
it's completely out of my control. And again, I'm just going to drive myself over the wall because it's something that just can't be done. I cannot control what happens to other people's feelings. Now, you can control whether you attach to them, identify with them, or act with them. And it's a hard concept to come to grips with sometimes because thoughts are things, feelings are things. Sometimes we have a lot of negative thoughts. And it's based on um, maybe a mindset we developed real early as a kid. You know, I I have this situation where, you know, I love my mom. I loved her very much. She was a wonderful person. But she was a glass half empty person. And I remember I would go to her all the time and I'd say, hey, mom, I'm going to be on the star team. It's going to be great. And she would go, oh, Tony, that's fantastic. But no. You, you're gonna to have to practice a lot because you're not the, you're not that good at soccer. And I think you know that's kind of an abrasive thing to say to your kid, right? But I don't think she meant in spite. I think she was get out in that field, and I just performed terribly. And and maybe I, I'd like to think that was the case. Um. But going back to, you know, you can't control your thoughts. And sometimes we have deep negative thoughts. Sometimes we get bombarded with very sad, very depressing, uh, very black instances and mindsets. And you know what? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It don't care if it doesn't happen for a week. don't care if it happens for a month. But sometimes somewhere down, down the line, you're going to have thoughts and feelings that you don't necessarily want to have, you know. And you can control whether you attach to them or identify with them or act on them. And that's hard because, you know, our thoughts are our makeup. You know, our thoughts are our reality. And it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time. A lot of meditation, a lot of soul searching to be able to take negative thoughts or thoughts that you've been conditioned to have over the years and turn them into an opposite. So instead of having those negative feelings, you have positive feelings. Number nine, can't control the things that have already happened. Oh, man. Let me tell you something. I wish to God that was not the case because I, along with you probably, have done a lot of stupid things in my life, things that have just, I think I was thinking of them right now, and it's like, God, I can't believe I did that. You know, and you want so much to go back and and, and try to correct those things and try to fix them, but you, know, <laughs> you can't control it. It's already happened. But what you can control is what you do in the present. That is controllable because the only thing we have as human beings on the face of this earth is not the future, it's not the past, it's now. And we can control what we do right now. Right now at this very instant, we can control what we do. But we can't control things that have already happened. What's happened has happened. What can we do with those instances? Well, we sit there and dwell on the negativity of them. Or we can learn from them. And I tend to... Um, real bad about things that I've done. Um, but then down the line, I realized, you know, well, this is what you did wrong. Just don't do it again. Number 10, 
You can't control everything that's going to happen. Oh, well, there you go. You wake up in the morning, you get dressed, you get ready, go to work, whatever you do, and you think you've got the day figured out. You think, wow, this is what's going to happen. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to accomplish today. And then instances happen within the day that you had no idea was going to happen. And, uh, you know, there's nothing you do about it. You can't control everything that's going to happen. So you can control them. You strengthen yourself to handle the event. So, so maybe in the morning, wake up and go, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do, or this is what I want to accomplish. But then again, realize that life happens when you're trying to plan it. And that's a terrible paraphrase of that idea. <laughs> but, you know, life happens. And uh, you never know what's going to get thrown at you during the day. Yourself, okay, well, this is what I want to do. But, you know, some things could happen. Um, how can I control how I make myself or strengthen myself to handle the unknown? That's what I can control. And I think that in that situation, having a mindset where there's an expectation that life's going to throw some curveballs at you during the day uh, strengthens your fortification in, you know, getting the things done that you want to get done. It doesn't become something that knocks you off your bike as you're down the street. Number one, you can't control the outcome of anything you do. Well, this is true. Um, I know in college, uh, in the mathematics area of study, um, I would study constantly. I mean, I studied for hours upon hours. And, uh, you know, I close my book at night and say, you know what, Tony? I think you got this. I think you're ready. And sit down with the test. And I didn't know how to do it. I thought I did. I thought I was ready. I thought I was ready to do it. I thought the outcome of my test would be fantastic. But you know what? It wasn't happening. Maybe I didn't study long enough. Maybe I didn't understand the concepts. But you know what? There was nothing I could do to control the outcome. And the only thing that I think that you can do in a situation like that is um, control your efforts. Maybe I should have studied a little hard. Maybe I should have asked more questions in class. Maybe I should have approached my professor and said, hey, can I get some help? Something of that. Instead of being you know, scared of math or intimidated by math, I should have been inquisitive about it. But, you know, go back to you know, what we were talking about earlier where you can't control what has already happened. That was number nine. So, number 12, you can't control your body aging. Well, that's just natural. I mean, I, I don't know if a lot of people uh, – I don't. I don't know if a lot of people go to bed at night and worry about the fact that they're one day older. I, you know, age to me is, is just a number. Uh, I think the important thing is the age you have of your mind that's in your head. You know, how do you view yourself? How do you picture yourself? Um, you know, what are the, some of the aspects that you hold to yourself that doesn't remind you at all of how old you are? I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but I'm old. And, you know, I've 
that's one of the 15 that is the easiest for me to let go of, and that's controlling my body aging. It, there is no control over that. It's just going to happen, and uh, it's part of life. It's part of the cycle of life. So that was number 12. Uh, right now we're going to take a real quick break, and uh, we'll be back with the rest and a little bit more. Uh, I hope you're uh, enjoying this topic. I know I am. I, I really need to learn how to, to, uh, to you know, to stop trying to be in control all the time and just let things go. Just let them go. Because you know what? Trying to control the uncontrollable is just completely 100% impossible. But we'll be right back. Have you ever read a web article on the internet that really spoke to you? No, I mean really spoke to you. Well, let me tell you about Newsly. Newsly is the new and incredible audio app made especially for iOS and Android. Newsly picks up web articles about the most trending topics throughout the entire internet. And at any given moment, Newsly reads those web articles to you in a natural human voice. Browse your favorite articles from topics you choose... Stop scrolling, start playing, start listening, and start learning. And Newsly has podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 40 countries. Our podcasts, Unscripted, Coffee Candy and Creative, and On Demand are there too. Go to www.newsly.me to download and use Newsly for free now. And if you use promo code BEUNIQUERADIO, all one word and with caps, Receive a one-month free premium description. For the first time in the history of the Internet, the web becomes listenable. Listen and learn with Newsly. Product review. Unpaid and totally honest. You send them, we review it. Each product is given the score based on the following criteria. One point for each. The best score is 10 out of 10. Earth-friendly product. Earth-friendly packaging. Budget-friendly, uniqueness, lives up to the hype, stylish, useful, philanthropic outlook, easy to understand and use, I would buy. Contact us at beunique.reviews at gmail.com for information about where to send your products or suggestions for places or products to review. If you like the show tonight, let us know. Call 321-417-4309 or email mary at beunique.org to ask how you can sponsor the show. It's simple and doesn't have to cost much at all. Visit beunique.org for even more details. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Join the global world changers who already know how Be Unique helps bring together like-minded humans who are making the world a better place. Read the magazine and blog posts, watch our videos, listen to our podcast, and visit our social media from one location and let's work together. Change tomorrow by finding solutions today. Visit BeUnique.org to learn more. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. All right, you see, I jumped the gun there on that advertisement. Um, oops. Anyway, uh, we were on. Uh, we were talking about the 15 things you can't control, and what you can control instead. Number one was you can't control what other people do. You can control whether you participate in their behavior or you enable them. Number two, you can't control how other people. 
you can control how you show up in your relationships and how you see yourself. Number three, you can't control how other people treat you. You can control how you internalize and respond to their treatment, but you can't control how other people are going to treat you. Number four, you can't control whether other people like you, but you can control how true you are to yourself. Number five, you can't control what other people think, feel, and believe. Control how you engage about your different opinions, feelings, and beliefs. Number six, you can control how other people internalize things you say and do. You can control your intentions and how you respond when you unintentionally hurt someone. That you can't control. Number seven, you can't control what happens to other people. You can control how you show up for them when things are hard. Like I was mentioning earlier with my friend, is uh, very much intentional. Well, I don't know if it's intentional or unintentional, but she was hurt by another friend's comments about her person. Um, you can control how you show up for them when things get hard. And I've tried to be there for her, um, tried to help her, and uh, done what I think is the best counseling you can do in any of those situations, and that's just listen. Number eight, you can't control your thoughts and feelings. Forget about it. You can't do it. Thoughts are going to enter your head. They're going to sit there, and it's up to you to, tra- to transport those thoughts and how you're going to handle them. Number nine. You can't control the things that have already happened. The past is the past is the past is the past. It's exactly what it says. It's the past. There's nothing you can do. Everything in that event, every occurrence that happened at that time is in the past. So let it go. I know that's easier said than done, but just let it go. Number 10, you can't control everything that's going to happen. No, you can't. Maybe you think you can and you can prepare yourself to be able to, or you think you're able to, but you know what? You can't control everything that's going to happen. What you can control, though, is how you strengthen yourself to handle the unknown. So how do we do it? How do we, how do we not let something happen to us, knock us off our bike? And I tell you, if you go into the day with a mindset of things you want to accomplish, of the goals you want to reach, and realize that, you know, some things are going to get hurled at you. And I think you're strengthening yourself to face those hurdles. And I think you'll find the strength within yourself to overcome them. Number 11, you can't control the outcome of anything you do. You do that. But what you can do is the prep work. You can control the efforts in preventing them. Number 12, you can't control your body aging. I know we talked about that briefly because it is brief because there's nothing you can do about it. You're going to get old. It just happens. It's part of life. It's part of the cycle of life. And now, number 13, you can't control all aspects of your health. You can control the preventative health measures you take, though. So, you know, let's pick the obvious one, smoking. We all know smoking causes all sorts of cancers. We all know it's just completely unhealthy. Um, so you can prevent uh, prevent yourself from getting any type of smoke-related disease by, you know, simply just not smoking. That's all you have to do. And these are all preventative health measures. Um, you want to stay in shape, strengthen your heart, keep your heart strong, keep your circulation system moving along, keep it you know, robust. Uh, you want to get plenty of sleep. You want to eat the right foods. 
substances preventative measures. All those are preventative health measures. Things you can do to control the aspects of our health. And number 14, you can't control the inevitability of you getting hurt. Sometimes, like my friend I mentioned earlier, sometimes things are going to hurt. And it's going to hurt really, really bad. And you're going to put yourself up against the wall, dealing with emotions, dealing with thoughts, dealing with other things you can't control. And how do you avoid or how do you get over this, this just enormous feeling of being hurt? Well, you can control how you treat yourself when you're hurting. Um, I know that when people have hurt me, um, I've wanted to crawl into a hole, put myself in a ball, and just lay there. And that's not treating myself very well, is it? No. No, it's not. And um, I suppose that wasn't the healthy thing to do. I suppose it wasn't the right thing to do. But was one of the things they used to do. And when we're hurt, we have a choice. We can either accept it for what it was, or we can react to it, or we can respond to it. And I think how we treat ourselves when we're hurting is the, to get ourselves out of that moment and to you know bring ourselves to a healthier state. Finally, number 15, you can't control the fact that there's suffering in the world. We see it, hear it every day. There's so much going on in this world right now. And as much as it pains us to hear it, to see it, um, there's really nothing we can do about that person who's in trouble overseas, that little uh, child that's going to bed at night hungry, um, the mother who's lost her child. And the child has lost their mother. There's nothing we can do about that. There's suffering in the world. What we can do is control whether we contribute to it or help alleviate it. Um, if there is uh, a concern about that child going to sleep um, without any food, maybe we can get involved in a food drive. Or maybe we can find out uh, if there's a charity involved that we can support or maybe we can go out and do something about it ourselves. Maybe it's something local. Maybe you know of a neighbor whose child is in trouble. That type of thing. Um, you can't control the fact that there's, that there's the suffering, but you can control whether you contribute to it or you help alleviate it. Now, I want to talk about things that we can control, but before we do that, I want to go over 15 just one more time. Just one more time. Number one, you can't control what other people do, but you can control whether you participate in the behavior or you enable them. Number two, you can't control how other people see you. You can control how you show up in your relationship and how you see yourself. Number three, you can't control how other people treat you. You can control how you internalize and respond to their treatment, but you can't control how they're going to treat you. Number four, you can't control whether other people like you. You can't control how true you are to yourself. You can like yourself. Who cares what they think? You're never going to be able to control what they think, so just forget about it. Like yourself and love yourself. Number five, 
You can't control what other people feel believe. Boy, this is the truth. And, uh, you know, you can um, control how you engage about your different opinions or feelings and your beliefs. Number six, you can't control how other people internalize things you say and do. Um, but you can control your intentions and how you respond when you unintentionally hurt someone. Number seven, you can't control what happens to other people. But what you can control, again, is how you show up to them things hard. Number eight, you can't control your thoughts and feelings. But what you can control is whether you identify with them or act on them. Number nine, you can't control the things that have already happened. It's past, is the past, is the past. Number 10, you can't control everything that's going to happen. But what you can control is how you strengthen yourself to handle the unknown. Be prepared. Think about it. What, what could happen during the day that could throw you off game? You don't have to stare and dwell on it. But just have that thought in your head so that if something does occur, you're mentally prepared to face it. Number 11, you can't control the outcome of anything you do. You can't. But what you can do to at least transform that outcome or try to transform that outcome is uh, you can control your efforts in facing them. Number 12, you can't control your body aging. That goes without saying. We've already talked about that. Like I talked about all the other. And you know what? You're going to age. It's going to happen. So that is the way. Number 13, you can't control all aspects of your health. But you can be attentive to the preventative measures that are out there. Number 14, you can't control the inevitability of getting hurt. Getting hurt is going to happen. We know that but we still hate experiencing it because it hurts. Duh. So you can control how you treat yourself when you're hurting. And number 15, you can't control the fact that there's suffering in the world, but you can control where you contribute to it or help alleviate it. The last thing I, I want to point out is talk about, and I don't want to leave on a negative. Um, so I want to talk about things that we can't control. And everything we can control, there's usually something you can't control instead, as we have listed with the 15. As a general rule, you must look inward instead of outward to find the things you have control over. Some of these things may not feel very attainable on how much energy you have, and they may, I mean, it may depend on how much energy you have. But with practice, you can learn to understand and work with it just a little bit better. We will not have, we will, you know, we, we don't have control over what comes and goes, but we have control over how we react to it, as I said earlier. For example, you have little control over having emotions, but you can learn to let them go instead of holding on to them. And here's a list of things I think we can counter our 15 with. And this was that 20 I was talking about. Number one, we can control the way we treat other people. Number two, whether we hold on to grudges or let them go. 
Number three, support and understand others. Number four, you can control your actions toward others. Number five, your reactions to what a people say do. All of these things you can control. Number six, you can control who you spend time with. Number seven, you can control how you spend your time. Number eight, you can control where you put your energy. Number nine, taking care of your physical, mental, and emotional needs. That you can control. You can also control, number 10, living by your values. Number 11, you can control expressing gratitude. Number 12, you can learn to love yourself. Number 13, you can control holding on to emotions or or letting them go. Number 15, you can control uh, practicing personal growth. Number 15, you can control being present. Number 16, you can control being open to opportunities. Number 17, you can control being adaptable to change. Number 18, you can control your actions. Number 19, you can control your reactions. And number 20, you can control your mindset. All of the things, these 20 things, you can control. And as you practice every day, we'll find out that we're not really spending all the negative energy on trying to control what is uncontrollable, but doing things that can be done. So what are, what are some things to what, – what are some ways on how to let go of control? So we, how do we stop trying to control these uncontrollable situations? How do we put to bed all of that excess energy we're spending on trying to do that? Well, um, I'm a list person, so I'm a list person. I'm sorry, I'm a list person. So I I like to list things that you know that I can versus can't control. I like doing that. Um, I like to uh, I like to make my plans flexible. I think that allows a lot of way. Um, so, I mean, you know, sometimes you have to make your, you know, you have to make plans, you know, especially things like budgets and, and other people. General rule, you know, only plan out what needs to be planned, I think. And you can make a list of ideas uh, for the smaller details of your plan, but don't write them down. Number three. I, I think this third one, um, don't get attached to an outcome. Going along with making your plans flexible, you want to practice not getting attached to specific outcomes. Number four, embrace change. The reality of life is that things are always changing. To let go of control, you know, you have to embrace for to accept that things will always change. Uh, for me, uh, I do this by acknowledging that change is the best opportunity, I think, to find growth as well as new and exciting things. Great. Embrace change. <laughs> Number eight. I'm doing a countdown, and I'm sorry. <laughs> no. You want to embrace change by first acknowledging. Then take some time to reflect on how to change. It's beneficial, I think. Be present. I think that's another one. You, know, you can't control what has happened in the past. 
So there's no sense in dwelling on it. And we can't control what happens in the future. We can only ever live in the present moment. When we're present, we don't have you know, we're not we don't we're not living the mind in the future. It's easier to let go of control because you'll only only be focused on what's happening right now and you'll be able to take life one step at a time. So those are ways, those are things that, you know, you can control in instances that help control things that are attainable. Uh, this has been a very, very, very special show for me because uh, I've, I've wanted to tackle this for a while, literally for hours about talking about control, but I think this is a good path to start on. And um, sorry about our guests. You know, th- that this was something that was out of our control. You know, we, a uh, little explanation, we booked these guests so far in advance, and then guess what? Life happens. And um, that person, uh, there has a schedule change or something unforeseen comes up. So we're, we run into quite a bit. But I was prepared because I've wanted to do the show for a long time, and I hope you've got something out of it. I hope you uh, take away a little bit of something that will help you if you are finding yourself in a situation that's just uncontrollable. You're out of control. Try to get control with those things that you can control. It'll be a lot easier going through life, and it'll be a lot easier on your mental health, believe me. So I hope you got a little something out of tonight. And uh, if you didn't, well, I I, uh, I absolutely had no control over it. Well, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.